The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And folks, we are uh, almost there to this point in the offseason for the start of free agency to be underway. And I think a uh, a good time for, for Bills fans. And I say that because you think from the end of the season to right now, Things relatively quiet, with the exception of the uh, the signing of, of Ike Butker coming back on a one-year contract with the Buffalo Bills, adding some stability to the offensive line. But uh, by the time I, I talk to you all next week, we'll be probably talking about some more moves for the Buffalo Bills, maybe re-signing some of their current free agents, maybe even looking at some new signings from guys outside of the organization. Again, that Legal tampering period starts on Monday, March 13th. So that is usually when you start to get a lot of those verbal confirmations, guys not able to officially sign until Wednesday the 15th. But certainly a time that uh, I always find free agency to be exciting, kind of get an idea of where the, the team is looking to, you know, really make an investment, where they think they need to be better moving forward. Before we get jumping into uh, this week's topic, friendly reminder, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Appreciate everything they do for the show. Uh, They've always got different specials and deals going on. So if you check the show notes, you'll see the information there. I encourage you to check it out. Um, Some great designs for the off season, getting ready for spring and summertime and uh, appreciate everything that they do in support of the show each and every week. Now, Listen, when we talk about this in the areas of priority for the Bills this offseason, I am curious to get your thoughts and hit me up on Twitter at any time at Ant Marino to let me know what you're thinking. Now, last week at the NFL Combine, we did hear from Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean kind of with where their head is at, at least from a coach speak and GM speak sense of things like not giving away too much. But certainly some takeaways that you've already seen at buffalorumblings.com from other great content creators across the internet and really taking a look at things and thinking to yourself, okay, what is it that the team might be looking to do? Now, from a fan standpoint, there's really, as I look at it, I would say four areas that stand out as a priority. First one being the offensive line. And a lot of that, right, we heard from Brandon Bean talking about the offensive line being an area of need for the team to address 
even putting that higher than uh, than I'll use the term playmakers, right, as opposed to a specific offensive group. But offensive line, something that the team is going to look to prioritize. Now, will this be similar to the past where the team makes some of these kind of lower end free agent signings when you talk about the offensive line, more of these one year contracts like we've seen with guys like David Questenberry and Roger Saffold last year in the past. Think to guys like Quentin Spain, even think when Daryl Williams signed his one year contract for about two point five million dollars. John Feliciano came in on a two year deal, which was kind of more of a, a major commitment than the team had made in the past. But really, when we talk about these these types of commitments that the team is making, right, it's been more along the lines of what I would say, like those low type of investment, prove it sort of deals. And is that something they will look to do this year? Or the fact that Brandon Bean has identified it as a priority, will they look to make more of a significant contribution when talk about free agency? and look to do something. I I think many folks looking at it and saying an investment at guard, uh, the left guard spot vacated by Roger Saffold. Maybe they move Ryan Bates back to left guard where he seemed to be more of a natural fit next to Deion Dawkins and address the position at right guard next to Spencer Brown. Now, from everything that, uh, that Brandon Bean had said last week, there seems to be a level of confidence with Spencer Brown. So I don't know if I'm expecting too much to to change there uh, in the way of competition coming in, maybe more of a swing tackle coming in. But again, guard probably being a priority for the team based on those comments and some of the changes that have taken place. Uh, Another position that you look at, and there's always been a lot of conversation around, is at the wide receiver position. This seems to be... um, I would say varying levels of of conversation amongst Bills fans. Uh, I, for one, think that the Bills should prioritize the slot receiver position. You know, I'm I'm happy with what Gabriel Davis has done. Certainly still some area for improvement. But as a what I refer to as a wide receiver too, that outside wide receiver opposite of Stefan Diggs, where I think the Bills have been uh, lacking the most is having that safety valve. Uh, across the middle, someone like Cole Beasley had been through 2019 through the 2021 seasons where we saw some great improvement from from Josh Allen. And uh, and really, you know, what I call like taking those layups, right? A, a seven yard pass to Cole Beasley. Uh, you just knew that was something very reliable, a high completion percentage from Allen to Beasley and seeing how that would move forward. Um, again, I, I look at that and, and think that is the piece that has been missing the most from the Bills offense um, is, is maybe they sputtered a bit under Ken Dorsey compared to what it was with Brian Dable. And we'll talk about that a bit more in coming weeks. Um, and, you know, and as I interact with folks, it does seem like O-line and wide receiver are certainly the top two priorities. I was getting some feedback on Twitter, nothing too crazy as it related to linebacker and safety. Of course, those two items pop up for a couple of different reasons. One, linebacker, um, fans don't seem to be prioritizing, and I don't know if there's still a thought that you know Tremaine Edmonds will end up re-signing with the team, at least recording this on Monday morning. Uh, at this time, there hasn't been a, a whole lot of news and not too much said around Edmonds, but if he is going to uh, to leave via free agency, that leaves you with Matt Milano 
and uh, really no other proven commodities that you could think could step in and deliver at a, a starter's level for what you would need. I don't even want to say come in and replicate what Tremaine Edmonds did, but again, just to be an adequate fill-in, uh, I don't see that really being on the team, and, and I don't know that Terrell Bernard is really ready to step up in that way yet. Um, the other position is safety. And again, right, you talk about free agency. We've talked about Jordan Poyer in weeks past and, you know, probably that uh, this might be the end of the line, albeit not something that any of us are, I guess I would say, truly hoping to see. Maybe some fans are. I mean, of course, you talk about the right price. What does the contract look like? But, right, the Buffalo Bills are better with Jordan Poyer on on the field. Um, But if Jordan Poyer is going to leave in free agency and his time with the Buffalo Bills is done, Um, then what is the team going to do at safety? Micah Hyde in the last year of of his contract, you know, recovering and and hopefully making a full recovery from a season-ending injury. But then you take a look at things opposite him. If Poyer does leave, does the team look to transition Christian Benford? A little bit of cold water thrown on, on on that possibility in the press conferences that took place last week. Um, what do we look like for a, you know, return from DeMar Hamlin? Is that something that is an option? Certainly very early in his recovery. And by all accounts, it seems like things are moving in the right direction, but a little too soon to tell. Uh, and then what's going to take place, you know, really moving forward, anything that the team would do in free agency. But again, the feedback that I've gotten, folks are all in on the offense, at least the early returns, almost 60% of the respondents talking about the offensive line being the priority. Another 33% focused on wide receivers saying that should be the top priority. And really the last 10% being split between safety and linebacker, really just not showing a, a lot of love for the, for the position. So I am curious to get your thoughts. I mean, again, we're at this point, once we hook up next week, we'll be talking about different signings. And I'm so curious to see what does take place. I'm kind of resigned to the fact now that Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer um, maybe are very much done uh, with their term in Buffalo. Um, But I've been surprised before. I felt that in the past. And then all of a sudden, you know, here's Matt Milano agreeing to a a four-year deal and, and coming back to Buffalo. So, Let's see what happens, but I want to do, get your thoughts. So hit me up on Twitter at Anthmarino at any time. And let me know if there's other positions that you maybe think I'm missing. You know, on this list, I did not include running back. I'm going to talk to you a lot about running back because I still think there are plenty of questions about what the team is going to do. But I know if I put this on the list, um, probably was not viable of what you would consider the four biggest needs for the team. And I'm not saying that because something is the biggest need that that means it gets the top priority when maybe it comes to the draft because a lot happens in free agency before we get to the draft. But I'm really curious to see what's going to happen at running back with the bills. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, you know, that's something that I talk about um, somewhat ad nauseum, but I, I, I don't, I don't mind. I think it's a, it's an interesting position. I know it's a little bit of a polarizing subject And I enjoy spending some time talking with you all about it, too. But like I said before, we're almost there to free agency. And, uh, you know, you kind of get to this point where you'll get a better idea of what the team is going to look like. We've talked about it before, right? With 23 unrestricted free agents, what's going to happen with them? Doesn't even include the restricted free agents, most notably 
uh, when we talk about Dane Jackson, who I would like to see back with Buffalo to, to add some depth at, at cornerback. But let's see what happens. It should be an interesting week, and I appreciate you guys being along the ride with us. I appreciate everybody at Amish.com for their support of the show, and I uh, just appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. I'm going to get out of here for now. We'll be back with you next time. But as always, go Bills.